You're with Julian on the brown note and sorry right wingers, but Peter Dutton is the most unelectable and worst opposition leader since Mark Latham 20 years ago. And they don't believe this. And this is as a Labour supporter, we are praying that you carry on doing exactly what you're doing. Um, these, these people believe that Dutton is in a position of strength. Now, he recently reached parity, of which he's already slipping backwards from, with Anthony Albanese and Labour, which on paper may seem to say that he is rising to this incredible position of challenging the next election, none of which is true. The traditional low point for any incumbent government is, is midway through their tenure in office. It's this point where the protest vote is largest against the incumbent government and goes to the opposition government. But when it comes to election time, those things are completely different. You only need to see the polling for the amount of times the Labour Party lost against the Liberal Party over the last decade or so to see how the midterm doesn't translate into what's going to happen later on. For Dutton to reach parity, did I call him Dutton or Peter Dutton? I'm not showing him the respect he doesn't deserve. For Peter Dutton to reach parity in the midterm after a year and a half of interest rate rises, a cost of living crisis and a disastrous no vote on Indigenous recognition, which should have taken down any Labour leader and didn't scratch him at all, um, that's not very impressive. <clears throat> now we're going to have another year and a half where interest rates go down, where the cost of living price will be affected in a positive way, and where there are the, the finest moves that Anthony Albanese has made, which was to own the stage three tax cuts and make them for poorer people than richer. A genius move, completely using the wedge the Liberal Party had set up to crucify Labour by forcing them to put through tax breaks for people on un over $180,000 a year, and them turning around and saying, yeah, we're doing it, but for people under 180000 turns that wedge into a wedge against the Liberals that Dutton can't even refuse to support. Uh, a genius move. So he's only going to go backwards from here. And and the ramifications for the no vote, I think, are going to have a sting in the tail. Because at least Anthony Albanese will have been shown historically to have stood up for the right thing, even though he mismanaged the whole thing and should never have done it. I've put many videos online about why he shouldn't have done it then especially not in the middle of a cost of living crisis with a massive um, protest vote against your own government. It was just bizarrely bad timing in your first term in office, just ridiculous timing. But he will at least have to wear the fact he did the right thing. Dutton, who tried to keep out of it as much as possible, which was a smart move, still couldn't keep out of it to the extent that he will be the number one figurehead for opposing the voice. Uh, and that won't help him in the long run at all. Part of the reason for this is the populist right-wing media in Australia, the cabal of the Murdoch Press and Sky at Night, who wield enormous power, even though the Sky at Night guys get like 8,000 viewers a show. They wield enormous power. Um, they still think 
that the Liberal Party is failing for not being right-wing enough. And we pray that they keep going in exactly the same direction. They have lost and lost and lost over the last few years by being populist right-wing. As soon as you go to these people on the, the right of the um, media spectrum, they say the number one reason the Liberal Party lost is they weren't right-wing enough. They really have the entire universe upside down. They have been abandoned by a large chunk of the Turnbull vote and are in a position of unelectability because they keep thinking being even more populist right wing will win them. It hasn't done them any favours in America either. The amount of, um, like every election in America over the last couple of years, the Dems have outperformed their polling and the Republicans have underperformed their polling. Because the media thinks, the right-wing populist media thinks that they do have their finger on the pulse, but they don't. They might have got over the line with Trump and with Scott Morrison and with Boris Johnson, but it all went to hell in a handbasket rather quickly. And they still think that anyone that fails now on the right isn't right-wing enough. And I just hope that they continue if they were smarter, they'd understand that even when Tony Abbott, the, the first harbinger of this populism in, in Australia, really, uh, of this substance-free populism, had to present himself as a more moderate character when it came to election time and then revealed himself to be a less moderate character and got the boot after a couple of years. Malcolm Turnbull was this the true centre of the Liberal Party, and he's seen as a wishy-washy lefty. Not to me. I am a wishy-washy lefty. He is not a left-wing guy. He's worth hundreds of millions of dollars and promotes neoliberal economic ideals. He's not my saviour. But he was put in the position because he represented the opposite of what Tony Abbott was. And when it came time for... And this is the thing. The populist right dominate the party still. So they will kick out anyone that isn't populist right enough. And they hated Malcolm Turnbull from the start because they knew that he wasn't one of them. So the people in control of the Liberal Party at the moment are the people without their finger on the pulse when it comes to the electorate. And long may it continue. And so Scott Morrison reinvented himself. He used to be like Peter Dutton and he reinvented himself as this Scott Cam daggy dad who, you know, likes a beverage and likes cooking curries and hanging out and having barbecue tongs and all of this crap that he put out there was to not be a populist right-wing demagogue. Yet they still think that that's the way to go. We couldn't believe it on the left when they chose Peter Dutton as Scott Morrison's successor. The electorate for the Liberal Party in Australia has been splintered because women aren't responding to these obviously very sexist right-wing guys that they keep putting in power so now we've got the teal vote splintering off an awful lot of the liberal party support and dutton is the last person on earth that these people are going to vote liberal again for and it doesn't help even what he stands for that his personality is a little bit like a commandant uh, I've got to watch my language here, but there's a militaristic aspect to his tone, his manner, and not in a way that won World War II, if you get my drift. 
His personality as a politician is dreadful. I can't think of a less electable person personality-wise in the way they project themselves and since Hillary Clinton, who just died on camera every time she spoke. She was awful, even though she didn't stand for things as terrible as Trump. There's no doubt that Scott Morrison and Trump knew how to talk on camera and work the populace. Even though they've worked them up into hating them eventually, they knew how to work the populace. Dutton is as dead as a doornail when it comes to his personality. He just represents, you know, he's like the amped up version of the school hall monitor who's taking notes on you and uh, represents the elite. So he's going to go backwards in the polls and the biggest threat that Anthony Albanese faces is if they replace him with somebody that's amenable to the Teal vote. But then if they do... They're trapped now by the uh, viciousness of the right-wing populists into rejecting anyone that is like that. So they're in a, uh, they're going to have to go through a crisis of confidence. But he is the most unelectable opposition leader since Mark Latham. Uh, and long may the right-wing news media continue believing that he's their saviour. And why is Peter Dutton worth so much money? Allegedly hundreds of millions of dollars certainly tens of millions of dollars he didn't have that when he entered public service yet he's been working full-time for the public since he was a policeman and is now worth millions and millions of dollars currently being uh, investigated as part of the investigation into the or the granting of hundreds of millions of dollars to offshore detention providers uh, i might add and peter dutton even lost to scott morrison and he's your saviour? Keep it up. Uh, the human